What's up, Bulls Nation? Welcome back to the Whole Lot of Bull Podcast. I'm Troy. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Troy, and you can follow the show at Whole Lot of Bull. Uh, so, it's been a few days since last quarter. We've had a couple of games. Uh, a 118-100 loss to the Miami Heat, as well as yesterday's loss to the OKC Thunder, in which we did go down 116-102. Uh, so, probably just a quick little recap of the games. Um, as per usual, one thing that we did see with the Bulls coming out of the gate, Slow start, 12 to 2 start from Miami. Um, as follows, you know, at least it's a bit of a better start than the 22 to 1 uh, margin that we did give up in the in the, the first of the back to back games against Miami. But this this time it resulted in a loss for the for the beloved Chicago Bulls. Um, this game, Demar uh, just looking at the scoring. DeMar finished with 15, Caruso 13, Vucevic 18, Zach 13, Kobe had 20. And the, the big one with this was Zach Levine only taking 9 shots in that game. Finished 5-9 to a 6 from 3. And only had one free throw attempt. So in in reality, he's taken 10 shots, but he got fouled on one of it, which obviously he didn't make, so it doesn't count as a field goal attempt. Now... A theory to go, come out of this is like, what is Zach doing? Like, is it is Zach taking? Like, is Zach's trying to say that he's trying to make the right basketball plays? Blah blah blah. To me, this is kind of a thing where it looks like Zach's trying to prove a point to Billy, maybe AK, that you guys do need me, and you're screwed without me. By not shooting the ball in the first half and then deciding to go ballistic in the second half, the fourth quarter, a couple, the last couple of minutes to go to show that, hey, I am the guy. Um, I think it was on today's Chicago Bulls Central um, on Hayes' mailbag, Justin from the Bloody Horns podcast. Shout out, Justin. Shout out, Hayes. Uh, Justin asked about whether... Is it possible that Zach is peeved about having to play second fiddle to DeMar DeRozan? Um, it it does. I can completely see where he's getting at. Like the only th- the only thing I can say is that you know all this off the court stuff and everything you hear about the relationship between DeMar and Zach that they're best of friends. Like Zach has actually said, he's DeMar's one of his best friends, and you see all these the photos that. Um, you know, Joe Pynchon from the, the Bulls media team puts up, you know, Zach and DeMar hugging and smiling. So, based on that, everything looks like everything's all hunky-dory between DeMar and Zach, but I think there's more probably a frustration towards Billy about DeMar. It's like, hey, I'm your $40 million player. I'm the one who's been here for seven years. I'm the one that's been on fire during, you know, you know, say for example the, the Detroit game where he dropped fifty-one. Well, there's other games where he's been on fire right from the get-go. I think it might have been—I can't remember which game it was—but it was a game where Zach was going absolutely crazy during the game. I think it was where he had thirty-four against—I can't remember even remember who it was against. Now everything's a blur with this team. But then I think it was that first Miami game, actually, when we come back and won. 
Now, Zach helped lead the charging and get him back into that game, and then but Demar's the one that gets to close it. It's like, well, Zach was cooking all game. Why didn't he? Why wasn't he the one that finished finish off the good work? So, I think yeah, maybe Zach is is probably done playing second fiddle to Demar, but it's more of a thing at Billy rather than Demar himself. Um, just looking at this, all, it looks like Kobe's come alive in the last couple of games. You know, his shooting's starting to to heat up a bit, and as um, Big Dave over at CHGO has pointed out, you know, he's a he's a slow starter, and towards the end of November, early December, that's when he starts to cook. And, and again, Big Dave is right on the money. You know, he's starting to heat up now. Um, nothing else really special. You know, honestly, that game, that second game against Miami, like you could have, pre- it was easy to predict that this was going to be a a loss. Um, you know, you probably would have expected Jimmy Butler to come out and absolute torture, but he only had sixteen points. He had six assists, four of eleven shooting. He wasn't shooting his greatest, but you know, eight of nine free throws. Your team, as. Aside from Hami Huckers, who was a plus 24, Jimmy was a team, equal team higher, plus 17. Which, you know, plus minus stats, you know, whatever. Um, and then we had the game yesterday against the Oklahoma City Thunder, which Zach sat out with right foot soreness, or so we are being led to believe. Let I mean, Honestly, I, I do believe it. Um, let me make that part perfectly clear. I do believe that Zach does have some soreness, but it just seems very interesting that, you know, Zach generally plays through a lot of... He has played through a lot of injuries, and now all of a sudden, when we actually need him the most and all this trade talk going on and how he's quietly requested a trade, he's sitting out with a sore foot. Now, if... Zach is genuine about this this foot soreness. It must be actually causing him quite a bit of discomfort for Zach to sit out. Because um, we, know, we know what Zach's been like in the past. I mean, he played through that knee injury after 21-22 when he probably should have had the surgery then. But because, you know, he was so desperate to get to the playoffs. So to me, this kind of almost seems like, okay, yep, he probably does have a foot injury, but he's also that mentally checked out. It's like, fuck it, I'm just going to sit down. And I'm not going to play until I'm feeling right again. Um, so, no, I don't... You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories like, oh, Zach's sitting out. Is he pulling the James Harden? Is he about to... Is a trade about to go down? Is he finally out of town? He's getting his trade request granted. Not likely. Again, we probably won't see anything happen till December 15th at the absolute earliest. Uh, with that, um, looking at the these numbers from... The OKC game, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander absolutely torched, torched us with forty, but he didn't really torch us. Like it was a quiet forty, and I mean, a shit ton of free throws. I think was it seventeen of eighteen free throws, and for some reason we just kept fouling him. There was even a spot where they, you know we weren't exactly completely out of this game yet. We just kept fouling and fouling and. The free throw difference, like Shea, ended up making as many free throws by himself as, as we made as a team. But so when you look, they won the three-point battle. The the field goal percentage overall wasn't great, but you know when one of your main scorers is not playing, 
Uh, it does make life a bit difficult, but you know, it was more. At the end of the day, even with Zach out, the this Bulls offense just looks exactly the same. Like with with or without Zach, it's just dog shit. I mean, Kobe was was killing it, but then for some reason, I only had four four shots in the second half. And look, uh, Demar Derozan started heating up and getting his game together. But it's like I stood on it like while I'm all for Demar getting his buckets because like how we needed Demar. Why are we completely going away from Kobe when you know he's the one torching it? He hit what was it seven threes? Yeah, seven and twelve from three. I mean, it's one one off of a career high, I believe it was. So I don't I don't understand why they went away from him. Um, Nikola Vucevic, while you know having sixteen and twelve. Looks right. You looks you scroll further along the box score. You know six of thirteen from the field, two or five from three. So yeah, forty percent from three, which is nice to see. But a couple of them were were some lucky shots they wouldn't normally make. And to be honest, I'm I'm done with Vucevic. You know I've been a massive defender of Vuce the whole time we've had him, but I'm done. Like I'm not defending this guy anymore. Um. Honestly, I don't have too much more to say about these games. It's been a bit of a shit show with Chicago. And we've got Toronto coming up uh, tomorrow with this in-season tournament. Um, so one thing I did quickly put out on Twitter um, before I started recording is I'll... And fine, I only gave you, you guys about 10 minutes notice. So I've only got a couple of replies here. Um... Was anything specific you guys wanted me to share my opinion on? Uh, so shout out to Bull Show Yo. Um, got that sad frog face with the Bulls hoodie. Um, he asks, "Would you rather see the whole team traded or fire Billy Donovan?" Um, that's an easy one. Fire Billy Donovan because Bubblegum Billy can't coach an offense out of a paper bag. Now I will give. Billy some credit for this defense. I mean, you see a lot of these teams that we have been playing have been dropping 120, 130 points on the regular, and we do seem to be limiting them a bit more in the scoring, yet we do have these massive bursts where they absolutely annihilate us. But for the most part, in terms of the total score, we are keeping them relatively below some of the scores that they've been putting out. Like, you know, a coming remember exactly how much we kept Indiana to, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was below 110, and we've seen them score 150, and 120, 130 on the regular, so Bulls defensively doing a pretty decent job, um, but to answer your question, Bulls show you, nah, fire Billy Donovan, I'd rather keep the whole team, because um, I, I would just like to see, while, yes, this roster construction is not great, Changes do need to be made. Um, I would like to see what a better coach can do with this with this team because it can't honestly it can't get any worse than what uh, Billy Donovan is putting out at the moment. And then my mate Patty, you're a fucking smart ass, mate. He asked. He didn't even ask a question. Did you guys? So, obviously, my question was anything specific you want my opinion on. His reply, 
Pistons. <sighs> fuck Detroit. Patty, you know this. Forever and always. Fuck Detroit. But they look like they've got a brighter future than Portland. Hey, dude, you're going to... You, you, Patty, you're going to make me talk about Detroit. You, you, yeah, like... Yeah. They've got, a, they've got a brighter future than Portland unless Scoot Henderson talk, becomes something insane. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, so suck on that one, Patty. <laughs> nah. Detroit's got a good young team, but nah. Seriously, fuck Detroit forever and always. Um, and we've seen over, over Twitter, well, at least overnight for me anyway, there's some accusations coming out. Now, this is not Bulls related, but we did play the Oklahoma City Thunder yesterday, so it has come out after this game. There's some accusations being made about Josh Giddy Now, um, something to do that he's... People calling him a pedophile. Now, I've seen something that apparently some girl, some young girl is claiming that she's slept with Josh Giddy. Um, yeah, this is obviously a very sensitive topic. I'm not really getting into it, but I I just don't, don't like accusations being made. Like, you're making allegations. You're trying to claim that you've done something. Well, you might want to come out with some friggin' hard evidence that... For one, you're underage, and two, that you actually did um, sleep with the guy. Um, but yeah, serious allegations. I hope it's not true for Josh's sake, or because like me being from Adelaide, being an Adelaide 36ers fan, you know, Josh Giddy, while he is technically from Melbourne in Victoria, um, the fact that he was a 36er, we do claim him as ours, so get stuffed Melbourne, get stuffed Victoria, Josh Giddy is ours, he's, he's an Adelaide 36er. Um, so just to wrap it up quickly, I know it's, you know, obviously we don't celebrate it here, but it's Thanksgiving over in the, in the, the States at the moment, um, so just want to quickly give my thanks to Alex Caruso, um, he's been our best player. If we wouldn't have, if we didn't have him at the moment, we'd be absolutely screwed. Um, want to say my thanks to Bulls Nation, like all you guys on Twitter that have, well, you know, over the last couple of years, have welcomed me me into your friendship groups. Uh, love and appreciate to all of you, uh, Hayes, Matt Peck, Mick Dave, Will Gottlieb, Doug Toner, C Red Fred, uh, Laro. Salim, yeah, buzzing goose at Bulls on Tap, um, Melissa, Derek, Justin. I mean, there's so many of you as I can't name name you all, but every to everyone that's um, welcoming me into the into the Bulls Bulls community on Twitter. Make much thanks to you guys, and thank you to all who do listen to. Oh, actually. God, sorry, I can't forget Matt and Neil who gave me my podcasting debut uh, on the Sea Red UK podcast um, and everyone who's come along from there as well, like Samity, uh, thanks to you. Um, so yeah, I'll probably call it there, guys. Oh, sorry, yeah, like I was about to finish off with thanks to everyone who does listen into uh, 
into this podcast. Hopefully, you guys can help um, help this podcast grow a little bit bit more um, and share it with your friends. I'd be very thankful for that. Uh, so I'll cut it there, guys. Um, thank you again for listening to this uh, episode of Whole Lot of Bull. Um, please share it with your friends and, like I just mentioned, let's help this podcast grow a little bit more. Uh, so again, you can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Troy, and you can follow the show at Whole Lot of Bull. Uh, if there's anything you guys ever want me to talk about specifically, hit me up on Twitter, like um, through the Whole Lot of Bull account. Um, whether you whether you just hit me up with tweets or send me a, a DM, whichever whatever floats your boat. Um, so look forward to hit, chatting it up with all you guys. Um, until next time, guys. See you red, go Bulls.